Welcome to the Zeal Interestings podcast, where we discuss an interesting article or link from the week. I'm your host, Chris White. My co-host for this week is Emma. Thank you for joining me again, Emma. Hi, everybody. And today we're joined by two special guests. We have Chris Pope and Austin Galinsky. Welcome to the podcast, Chris and Austin. Hi. Hi, guys. So Chris and Austin are wrapping up a four-week internship here at Zeal, and that's in collaboration with Learn, the boot camp that they're attending. So we just wanted to bring them on and ask them about their journeys and capture the moment since they're, they're wrapping up with us today. Thanks again for joining us. Maybe we'll start with Chris. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about uh, you know, what brought you to be in a boot camp? What made you want to be a software developer and how you got here? Yeah, for sure. Um, thanks for having us. So I was working in localization. I was specifically doing QA testing for websites and web apps that have been localized into different languages, specifically into Spanish. And I worked closely with engineers that would fix the bugs that I was reporting. And I kept looking at their code and started to get very interested in trying to read the code and understand it. And it got to a point after um, five years where I had the urge to learn it and do it myself, transition into being that engineer. So I took JavaScript lessons and some Python um, courses and really fell in love with it. So I decided to make a transition and going to this boot camp has been amazing, um, life-changing and in four months I've learned so much, so much more than I had by myself before this. So that's what really motivated me, just seeing how other engineers work and really wanting to do that. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, you know, you were in, you know, the web design world before this and and you had those experiences. What would you say about those experiences drew you to software? Was it was it just seeing the code and the logic or was it your relationships with the engineers that you were working with that that led you to want to do this? Well, I so yeah, more than the relationship with them is was it was really the work that they do. I like that it was very hands-on and practical. You could, you had an issue and you would solve it, um, deliver that, and you had something concrete to just get done and deliver. I really liked that. It was very objective. So, yeah, before that, I had been working a little bit as a project manager um, for the localization projects, and I had to work with a whole team of engineers and designers, testers, and just a whole bunch of different positions. And looking into those, I thought I'd either want to, I wanted to do something more technical. So I thought, well, I'd either be the engineer or the QA tester. And at that moment, I didn't have the skills to be the engineer. So I transitioned into QA, but really wanting to take that other step. And then after years in QA, I thought I was ready to dive into the code. That's awesome. That's really awesome. So so it was the idea of being on the more practical implementation end that really appealed to you. Yeah, that was it. That was really it. Yeah, I've talked to several project managers that love project management but you know really miss or desire being able to like actually dig in and accomplish you know project managers do important work but there's something you're kind of at a layer separated from the direct implementation work and uh you know I've heard a lot of 
project managers like state a desire to be more directly involved in actually, you know, the the nuts and bolts of how work gets done instead of being that kind of step removed from it. Yeah, exactly. And just working with the um, software and platforms that we had available to us. Um, I also saw how the engineers that coded those platforms worked and using a lot of technology in my job, just it was a natural um, interest for me to to want to see how they were actually developing these tools and fixing the code and just, yeah, I, I really wanted to learn it. And then you're on your, I mean, you're finishing your first step of that journey, which is really exciting. Super exciting. A couple of steps, actually, because, you know, you went through school, now you've gone through your internship. Super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, finishing, this is our last day, and it's been a truly amazing experience. Um, We've learned so much at bootcamp, but as well, so much during this last month at Zeo. It's almost comparable to what we learned at bootcamp. It's it's been intense, but very, very good. That's awesome. There's nothing like biting off more than you can chew and digging right in that to, to really catalyze learning. Exactly. So Austin, I want to hear from you. Um, tell us about how you ended up in bootcamp and how you wanted to transition to software development. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I was um, working in the tax department at a financial firm. And about a year and a half ago, I went over to Europe with my girlfriend at the time. And we traveled for only two weeks. And I quickly realized that wasn't enough time to see all of Europe. So I came back. Yes, yeah, so I came back. I quit my job where I wasn't really feeling as challenged at as well. So it was a little bit easier to quit. And then bought a one-way ticket over to Europe and uh Traveled over there for about two months. And while I was over there, I met a whole bunch of like digital nomads or a bunch of other like working travelers, but they all had like some kind of tech background or software engineering thing that allowed them to travel. And I thought that was pretty cool and decided that was something I wanted to kind of work towards where I could still like travel around but still make money. So I came back from there and started researching and came upon Learn Academy. So decided to sign up. That's great. So you were inspired by a lifestyle that you saw, the digital nomad lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. So, so what, what parts of that lifestyle are really appealing to you? You know, obviously seeing, seeing lots of different things, but you know, what, kind of, what kind of lifestyle do you want to build in your own life? Uh, yeah, just kind of see as much of the world as possible. There's like a lot of cool things out there. It's, uh, the world's a lot smaller than we all think it is, and it's a lot easier to get around. So how has the journey of becoming a software developer been? Have you, uh, you know, do you feel like it's it's becoming natural or do you feel like it's, uh, like, where are you on that journey? Uh, yeah, a lot of times it's a, it's a bit of a struggle. It's a, a little bit harder than I was thinking it was going to be because I was taking, like, some Code Academy classes. I did free Code Camp. And on that, it all seemed a little bit not too hard, but it was still pretty challenging. And then yeah, I got into the boot camp and... It was just like, yeah, opened my eyes up some more and it was a, a lot tougher than I thought it was, but still kind of doable. So it's become easier and easier. That's awesome. So soon you'll be reporting from, what are like the most uh, desirable destinations for you right now? Uh, yeah, so I pretty much all already done all of Europe. So I'm thinking like Southeast Asia, South America, and Australia are next on my list. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, so you guys, for the last four weeks, have been working on an internship here at Zeal. Can you tell us about that experience and, and what you've kind of come up with? 
Yeah, sure. So at Zeal, we are uh, we went to a bootcamp that did mainly Ruby on Rails. That was the focus of our bootcamp. So jumping into the work at Zeal was very good for us because we are working, finishing, actually delivering today an app that is on Ruby on Rails. So that was a very good thing for us. Um, and the app is... It transcribes audio into text. So what we did was build a Ruby on Rails app that is using Amazon S3 and as well as the Google Speech API for the transcription. And we're using Postgres as well as we're doing the front end, we're doing the back end, we're doing testing for it. So... Mainly all the skills that we learned at Bootcamp are being implemented in this, in this project. We also did React in our, in our Bootcamp and JavaScript and jQuery, but um, for this app, we were coding everything for the front end in just HTML and CSS, so really challenging ourselves in that. And... Using the API, it's, it's been a huge challenge, but very, very interesting, and we're excited that we can deliver it today. We've been doing deployment on Heroku as well, so just, just putting it all together has been, has been really good. Seeing a, You've got to experience a small slice of every part of the process there. That's awesome. <laughs> yes. This is a very full-fledged application. And the fact that you're able to pull it all together in a month is awesome. Yeah, totally. So that has been really, really good. So Austin, what have been some some of the hardest parts of getting this done? Yeah, I would just say, uh, well, the, we just struggled a lot with the design. That was one part where uh, we really had some, with the uh, implementing design, just like making it look just like the, the wireframe that they gave us to look like. So that was yeah, our first time really, because we didn't really do too much front work and uh, our front end in the boot camp. So coming to that was all a little bit new to us. And also just like setting up, I think we did background jobs for the first time as well and had to read all the documents on that. And that was just a little bit of a struggle for us as well with it all being completely new with, to us. So. That's fantastic. That's like, a, you know, these are, these are the building blocks of all the projects that we tend to work on. And so to be able to experience like a small piece of all those is super cool. So, you know, if you were going to sell another boot camper on, you know, the, the possibility of interning with Zeal, what were the best parts? I would mainly just like the mentorship and how welcoming you guys were to us, like made us actually feel a part of the team. We got to join in on the standups, do like IPM meetings and also like you guys' engineering meetings every Wednesday. So I would just say like the unity and everything. And like, even though we're remotely working, we never felt like we were like really remote. Yeah, I think that... We've had a very integral experience. As Austin said, the mentorship has been exceptional, the way that the team has had our back um, just to get us through everything and any problems that we've had. At the same time, we've been able to struggle and figure out things by ourselves. So I feel like it was a learning process in many different ways, with help, without help. They've given us the, the concepts and the processes, and they've been really trying to help us build a way of thinking and a way of 
dealing with issues and de- dealing with future projects. Something that skills that we can take away from this that are not super specific to this project, but for our lives as engineers. And yeah, I would totally recommend if somebody else could come into Zeal as an intern. It's it's been an amazing experience. Nice. That's the commercial. So something you said really stuck with me, actually, Chris, figuring things out with a mentor and then figuring things out on your own. Anytime I've been like in a mentorship relationship, it's been super interesting to think about like part of what we try to teach is that ability to troubleshoot and figure you know figure things out but where's the balance because if you make someone figure out something entirely on their own then you know you're not actually you know super useful as a mentor you know that's a road to a lot of frustration because you know figuring out everything is is pretty frustrating so do do you feel like that is a balance that has been done well in this internship like the the balance between figuring stuff out alone versus getting getting you know, unstuck from friends? Yeah, definitely. I think the first week we had more mentorship just to get us set up and build a bit of that confidence. And everything was new to us, of course. So I think that is necessary in the first days. And then there was a great balance of um, letting us figure it out. And we knew we could always jump into care program with another senior engineer and every time we needed that that actually happened but we also had a an urge ourselves to try and figure it out because we wanted to prove it to ourselves and to the team that we could but we had a deadline we had a time frame and we knew that we couldn't spend too long um, stuck but the tips and advice that we have received from the team um really helped us out in that journey keeping things simple and looking for looking at your code and and looking at if there's anything that gives you a clue on what to do next or looking at examples in other parts of your code that you could implement for this issue that you're having um, we could look into your the zeal code base as well and just see what has been done or how Zeal does its own, how they deal with similar issues or situations. So we had all the resources for sure. Great. Yeah. (laughs) Glad to hear that. And a lot of the times too, we were like really close on a lot of stuff figuring out ourselves. We just needed like a little bump in the right direction or just like a little push. That is a feeling you will feel frequently throughout your career is that you're, you're missing just a little something. And that, that's the, you know, that is one of the core values of pair programming, right? Is uh, hopefully with your pair, you can avoid being stuck on something very small that, that completely stops you in your tracks. Right. But that's also super validating to like pull somebody in for 10 minutes and just check to make sure that you're on the right track. I'm a big fan of like, if you don't have time to pair, at least like getting somebody else's input for a short period of time. Yeah. And it's also been very inspiring to pair with the team because you can see where you can go from here. Just pairing with you, Emma, has been, was really inspiring to us and motivating because we know that you came from a similar position as we came from. You went to the same boot camp as we did and just seeing how much you've advanced from that, it's, it's amazing. Um, it, it's easier to relate to somebody maybe in that position than to a senior developer that has 20 years of experience. It's, it seems very far away, but 
motivating at the same time. So it was awesome to have different levels in the team and everybody showing such a high <laughs> level of knowledge anyway. So that was amazing. Yeah, I think that's that's really real too. Like sometimes you learn so much more even from somebody who's like just ahead of you or just like, you know, a couple steps ahead. Like I went to the same boot camp as uh, Kristen Austin two years ago. So I graduated a little over two years ago. Um, so I'm just a little further down the path. And um, it's really amazing to reflect on like how much you grow in that short period of time. Awesome. Well, that is a super duper positive note to wrap up on. Before we go, any last words of encouragement to people looking into changing their careers to software development? Yeah, I just say just just go for it. If it's something that you want to do, don't hesitate. I mean, it is a risk. It is a risk that we took and it's not easy. Um, it's more comfortable to stay in your job, in your life and just go with that. But life is short and you should do what you want to do. And if you don't take the risk, you'll never know. So we took the risk and for us, it's turned out awesome. And I just say go for it. Don't regret that. Yeah, pretty much what uh, yeah, pretty much what Chris said. Just I don't think about it as more of like an investment for your future because I know that was one thing I was really struggling with when I like the cost and everything with it. It was like, oh, I'm just gonna drop all this money on it. But then I was like, uh, it's not just like wasting this money; it's investing in my future and something I really wanted to do. So go for it again, like Chris said. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, speaking of investing in the future. Uh, if you would like other individuals to experience this podcast, uh, please give us a rating on your podcast app of choice. And so let's wrap up. Thanks everyone so much for listening. Uh, if you want even more interesting, please sign up for our newsletter. It's at codingzeal.com slash interestings. We collect together every interesting article that we see every week and we try to give a little bit of a preview or blurb uh, explaining what you'll what value you'll get out of the article. And so that's a quick subscribe and it's a quick read through and you can get a lot of value out of it. And also follow us on Twitter at CodingZeal. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thank you.